Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. We are just six days away here in the United States from the public holiday of Thanksgiving. Back in 1863, President Abraham Lincoln made the Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving Day Proclamation and actually established the last Thursday of every November as this day of Thanksgiving. It has been an annual holiday ever since. I just want to start by quoting this and commenting on this. It's perhaps one of the greatest proclamations of all time. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, Others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart, which is habitually insensible to the ever watchful providence of almighty God. Here, President Lincoln is praising God. He is putting all of the glory on God. He is crediting God for the blessings of of America. And he's saying that even a scoffer would have to admit that America's blessings are extraordinary. And maybe would have to admit that they come from somewhere <laughs> beyond the physical realm. President Lincoln continued in the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations. Order has been maintained. The laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict, while that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union. That's right. <laughs> President Lincoln was praising and thanking God in the midst of a civil war that was about to tear the nation apart. There was a real danger of America falling forever back at the time that President Lincoln made this proclamation. And yet he was thankful for the fact that there was peace everywhere else, that foreign nations didn't seize on the American conflict and use that as an opportunity to attack. Back then, America did not possess all of the land that it does now. There were enemies on the doorstep. 
there were empires <laughs> much closer in proximity to us than they are today. And so the danger of invasion was much more real. And it's about to be real again. But President Lincoln understood that only by God's hand could America deal with its own civil war without outside interference, without foreign invasion. And he thanked God for that. And he thanked God because he could see that even the civil war they were suffering through was coming to an end at some point soon. Just a thankful mindset throughout this. President Lincoln continues, needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the ship. The axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements and the mines, as well of iron and coal, as of the precious metals, have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege, and the battlefield. And the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. Imagine having a mindset like this while leading a nation that is slaughtering itself. A nation in the heat of civil war. A brutal struggle that took away 700,000 of our men. And yet he focused on the positive no matter what. Now, you'll see here in a moment that he also understood the real cause for these curses. But still, he was thankful to God for the good things, even in the midst of this national crisis. He pointed out America's unmatched physical resources. We can offer you an outstanding free book, The United States and Britain in Prophecy. You can get that copy for free at thetrumpet.com. And you can also read the book there online. But it explains how those resources come from somewhere, again, beyond the physical realm. It's not just a coincidence that this nation has been blessed so abundantly. President Lincoln focuses on population increase with the exception of the battlefield, of course. And he focuses on increasing freedom. He saw the big picture. He saw beyond the struggle and the bloodshed and realized that once this conflict was over, there would be a large increase of freedom. The country would be united again. The black slaves would be freed. People would be treated more equally, more fairly, 
That's the kind of vision he needed, the kind of positivity he needed to push him through this life and death, literally, struggle. He writes, No human counsel has devised, nor has any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, has nevertheless remembered mercy. You see, he know President Lincoln knew exactly why they were in the Civil War. People had forgotten God. They were not thankful to God anymore. They were not praying to God as they used to. And this national curse was the result. He writes, it had seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwells in the heavens. And I do recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, that they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the almighty hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to, to the fulfill with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. Just an absolutely legendary proclamation by Abraham Lincoln, October 3rd, 1863, establishing the public holiday, the national day of Thanksgiving, to take place every last Thursday in November. Remembering blessings, praying to God for forgiveness for sins, thanking God for all that he does for us. He even reminded the people to remember that national perverseness and disobedience was causing mass death. He said, remember those who have lost family during this civil war, this war that has happened because of national sin. President Lincoln knew that God could intervene and restore peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. He called for the nation to be united in praising God. One heart, one voice. 
How badly do we need a, a message like this today? We're far more divided today than we were back then. Back then, they had differences on a couple key points. Today, we have differences on dozens of major issues. There is a vast gulf between the left and the right in this country. And everyone is suggesting a national divorce and even a war to get to that point. Where is the leader today who will ask for us to come together with one heart and one voice to praise God? It just will not happen today. Now, President Lincoln was a man who knew the Bible. He really could not relate to the religion, the churches he saw around him. He knew that those churches were not exactly teaching what the Bible says. He knew what the Bible says about gratitude and thanksgiving. Notice this, Philippians 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. That's admonishing us to pray about anything. Pray about everything. Being careful of avoiding, <laughs> well, really nothing in prayer. Because we can pray about anything. But those prayers have to be accompanied by thanksgiving. And an article from back in November 2007, titled, The Power of Grateful Prayers, Mr. Ryan Malone wrote, Is it not truly mind-staggering that the great God of this limitless universe allows us not only to talk to him in prayer, but also to make requests of him? Do we ever stop to think about that? The God who existed before time existed? The God who existed before the universe, before angels or human beings or animals, planets, anything? He's actually available for us to make requests to? He'll listen to us when we ask him for things? He's infinity times greater than we are. And he could be spending his time on anything else. Yet he listens to our prayers and he will answer them. But as this verse, Philippians 4 verse 6 says, you let your requests be made known unto God with thanksgiving. A grateful attitude. It's like what the late 
educator and theologian Herbert W. Armstrong wrote in his autobiography, also available to you for free at thetrumpet.com, about fasting and how he would pray for an hour, study for an hour, meditate for an hour, and keep that cycle going throughout that fast. But the entire fast, almost until the very end, Mr. Armstrong was praising and thanking God and learning how to think more like God. And then at the end, he asked for the things he desperately needed. He was in crisis, yet spent almost the entire day of fasting praying about other things and not asking for what he wanted. He praised God first. And then when he made a quick prayer at the end of that day about his need for his wife to be healed, for food, for a car, for a coat, everything he needed, it all came instantly. That was the way he prefaced his requests with praise and thanksgiving during that fast. Malachi 3 verse 10 is a challenge from God. And he says he will open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings on us. He says, prove me now. See if I won't do it. See if I won't pour out blessings on you. If you do your part, God commands us to be thankful. And so when we make requests for, from God, would it not make sense for us to thank him for all the things he's already given us? It's like in parenting, when you give a toy to your child, what if that child just immediately asked for another toy? That's the first thing that child said was, I would like another toy. And didn't say anything to show gratitude and thankfulness for the toy he had just received. Now, the effect that has on us as parents is <laughs> to make us hesitate to give more. If they're not even going to be thankful for what we just gave them, for what they already have. And it's the same with God. When we don't show gratitude for what he's already given us, if we just move on like a machine to the next request, he's not going to want to answer. We have to have this constantly grateful attitude and not be swayed by the me first get all you can society around us. So it's a powerful tool to use in prayer, being grateful. And it's just a powerful mindset to have all the time. 
and just being positive, realizing how much we're given, even realizing how much we have in an area where we need more. <laughs> like if we have a health trial, as Mr. Malone pointed out in this article, the power of grateful prayers. If we have a health trial, do we thank God for our health in the other areas outside of this one area where we're struggling? Whatever the need is, do we thank God for all the other things we have in this area? That's what President Lincoln did. He said, thank you for the peace outside the battlefield where there's no foreign enemies attacking us. Thank you for the population growth outside the battlefield where we're obviously losing a lot of men. He could see the bigger picture and see the blessings all surrounding the civil war conflict. And that's the way we need to look at it, not just be consumed with what we need and what we want, but realizing how much we already have and being grateful for that. I'm going to conclude the show today by playing a truly lovely, uplifting, pleasant song. This is titled, Give Thanks in Everything. Thanks so much for listening today. Happy Thanksgiving. This is the song, Give Thanks in Everything.
You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.